Tech NSW. All right, it is Lockdown Radio. It is Marawa Sports Worldwide, Metro FM, as well as Radio 2000. Thanks for being part of the journey. Uh, one of the voice notes uh, talked about reversing a decision, especially within the French League. I doubt that's possible. I really doubt that is possible. Decisions have been made. In fact, the players, uh, Lebo Piri, Bongani Zungu, are back in the country. They've served their quarantine period. Uh, so they, they, they are back here. And I would imagine every other player has gone back to their respective homes. Uh, reversing a decision is not going to happen. Uh, clubs have been relegated. There's been a winner. And life will have to carry on. They took their decision. And do remember, though, I mean, the Americans last night hit 100,000 people dead from coronavirus. Not from racism, which seems to be another thing that is troubling that part of the world. But I'm talking about 100,000 people in the space of two months. I heard the very first voice note saying that, yeah, we must learn to live with it, be a part of it, look after each other. Other people's behavior, unfortunately, is what influences this. It's almost like driving. You can be the best driver in the world, but it doesn't guarantee that an accident will not be caused by somebody else. Despite you taking all the precautions and wearing even multiple seatbelts and having, you know, an airbag. Sometimes it's not even about you and how you behave. It's about the next person. So the Minister of Cooperative Governance as well as Traditional Affairs, uh, Dr. Nkosuzana Klamini Zuma, has announced that non-contact sport will take place behind closed doors from next month. Now, according to the regulations though, for Level 3 of the National Lockdown, as the fight against the coronavirus continues, any match would only include players, match officials, journalists, as well as medical and television crew. However, under lockdown, the current rules set by the South African government don't allow for professional contact sport to resume. But I'm sure you've seen, if you haven't, but EFC, they've applied for approval to start hosting live professional MMA bouts again. And uh, we decided to bring on board here to tell us a little bit more about the application. I'm joined by EFC President uh, Kara Howarth, uh, who is on the line. Kara, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. Good evening. Thanks for having me, Robert. Whew. What I've just said wouldn't have made you happy, though, I would imagine, Cairo, because that's the <laughs> government stance. <laughs> but you still feel that somewhere, somehow, there could be an opportunity for yourselves. Tell me about the application. How far is it? Has it been accepted? Have they responded? Uh, we have submitted it through. We submitted it at the end of last week, um, and we send it through to uh, Minister Lamini Juma's office as well as to the Minister of Sport, Arts and Culture's office. We got a response over the weekend uh, just confirming that it has been received from the Minister of Sport, Arts and Culture, um, and that it will be sent through for consideration, you know, slash processing. Um, and then that's kind of where we are. So we are going to be following up with them. And we obviously have been waiting to see what the actual official response has been regarding uh, what is permitted in level three of lockdown. 
And now, as you said, they've said non-contact sport, which does rule out uh, mixed martial arts and what we do, unfortunately. Um, but it's certainly, that's, you know, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't say that's the end of the line for as, as far as this argument goes. You know, we, we believe we're a lot safer than most other sports, even even non-contact sports. You know, we've got, we're not a team sport. We've got one-on-one competition. So we have very few people competing at one of our MMA bouts in comparison to a professional cricket match, as an example. You know, we also don't take part in, we don't have to take part in a big stadium. In the big arena, we're going to be producing it. We've scaled it right down for into a live television studio environment. So we have very few people. We can literally do the entire production with less than 50 people in total, whereas you're never going to get a cricket match with less than 50 people in total. It's not possible. So, you know, there's a lot. And on top of that, Robert, we do such intensive testing, uh, health and safety um, protocols for EFC normally anyway Adding COVID to it is really not a big deal for us. Um, it's just an extra test that we're doing. It's extra additional things that we do, um, whereas most other professional sports don't have anywhere near the type of health and safety procedures that EFC already has in place. So so we believe we are a lot safer than most other sports will be, and we're certainly a lot safer than most other businesses will be, including live television or television productions that have been permitted from level four that are, you know, people are producing TV shows, soap operas. They're not testing the actors for COVID before they, you know, enter there, whereas we will be doing that with our athletes. So, you know, we'll be a lot safer from a transmission point of view, a COVID transmission point of view, than most other businesses or productions or certainly other sports. I mean, that's a plausible argument that you're bringing forward here. Uh, I guess what people talk about is contact, which is the same thing that I've just had with John Barnes on the other side, saying that football uh, is to resume in England uh, on the 17th of June, but it still remains a contact sport. It's, it's happening in Bundesliga, and there are no fans, yes. But I, I suppose what people see as contact is what we see with the EFC, right? And it is that then maybe distinguishes between allowing you and not allowing you. And bear in mind as well that that is a you know, medical doctor and Dr. Damini Zuma who is there, you know, presiding over your case or that of the minister right now. Do you believe, though, Cairo, in your heart of hearts that this will get a hearing? And if it does, do they look at the permutations to say boxing will probably come up next? Then um, the next sport will come up next, and then they'll all want a similar treatment, promising the strictest of medical procedures and tests prior to fight. Yeah, I think you know we're fortunate again in in the states. The first live sport to resume was at mixed martial arts, was the UFC. They started hosting mm-hmm. events before anyone else did, and they proved that it could be done before boxing before football, before anything, it came out, uh, mixed martial arts came out first. And they've already hosted three events. They hosted three events in the first week, very safely, beautifully done. They showed that it could be done safely, and they showed that so we've learned from them. We get to look at what they've done, and we're applying that um, on our side. So, and, and, and yes, you can say EFC's contact, obviously, is to people like, you know, half the time lying on top of each other or wrestling, you know, they're, they're very, they get very close, but... By those, the time those two people are competing against each other, they've both gone through extensive screening. They both had come back with negative test results 
and then they compete. So they don't have COVID when they're fighting against each other. So there's no risk of them giving it to each other. Um, and, you know, that's just one of the many mitigation factors in there. So we, we logically, um, you know, I think we have a sound argument. I don't, I don't see, I don't see flaws in it. And if you're looking, if you're allowing TV productions to take place and if you're allowing cricket to take place and if you're allowing other things, you know, um, place of worship to be open, they're certainly not going to be having the type of screening and procedures that we have in place uh, when we're hosting our bouts and, and, and from what we've managed to learn from what the UFC have done. So I think we've got a very relevant um, argument, so to say. So I'd like to think that the government will give it its due consideration. You know, we've put a lot of effort into putting together the procedures, uh, putting together our action plan. Uh, it took us a long time to to put this information down and to submit it to them. So we're hoping they'll give it the due consideration that it deserves. And if they come back to us and they say we're approved, that's great. That's what we that's what we're looking for. And if they come back and say it's not approved, then to be frank, they need to give us exact reasons why. They need to explain what the issue is, um, and then we can we'll take it from there. I saw as well the talk about wearing of protective equipment. If you had to just break it down for me, what, what would that mean, though, in terms of an actual bout where the protective gear has to be worn? No, so that, that protective gear wouldn't be by the athletes themselves. That would be from the referees, the officials, the judges, uh, the camera crew, everyone else involved in the production, but not the two actual athletes that are competing. Because the two actual athletes that are competing have been mm. screened, have been tested, Cleared. Have come back negative for COVID. Have been quarantined since then to the bout, you know. So, and, and in reality, you can't you can't fight with a with a face mask on, you know. Sure. It's not it's not, pract- it's not practical. Um, but everyone else, from the referee who's right next to them, through to the full crew and everyone else around. So, so people on camera who will be seen, you know, it's not as if we, you know, one argument could be, are we promoting? We're not promoting social distancing, so we be, you know, we're putting out a bad, um, what's the word? And message to the public, but we'll be doing the opposite. We'll be showing throughout the show that everyone else is, you know, wearing the correct gear and wash sanitizing their hands and, you know, the rest of it. So the message to the public will still be in line with what the government is saying and, and pushing forward from a safety point of view. Give me an idea of what this has meant to you financially. <laughs> well, we were told that we can no longer generate any revenue <laughs> and just sit around and, and wait for how long that's going to be, you know? So, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's not many businesses have the kind of cash flow just to sit indefinitely. Uh, no one ever plans for, no one ever plans for being told that you, you know, you know, what's your plan be if you can't have any revenue at all? You know, you'll look at it and say, okay, if we lose X sponsor, Revenue will drop by 20%. Cool, we can handle that. Or if we lose XTV deal, revenue drops by this much. Okay, this is what we'll do. And then you can, and you know, you normally have a bit of warning as well. You, the sponsor's dropping yeah. off after the next event. The contract's coming to an end and you don't think it's going to be renewed. And if you need to downscale a little bit, you can plan in advance and you can do it. This was, and I mean, obviously not just in our business, but in so many businesses, it was just overnight. It was suddenly, so you can no longer operate anymore. Um, you can no longer, and, and we generate revenue based on our on our live events. So when we do a live event, we sell that television content, we sell those broadcast rights, and we sell you know com- commercial things around it, sponsorship, and we sell tickets around it. Um, so it was literally turn off turn off your <laughs> your revenue and 
Sure. Okay. I think we lost Cairo there. Um, talk about revenue, and that revenue kind of disappeared right there. But an, an interesting story, though, because they, they have put forward an application uh, to the South African government. Uh, they've made that application. They are awaiting a formal response. And as you've been hearing from him, he sounds very hopeful. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are. If you follow EFC, mixed martial arts as well, all the bouts that they've been involved in, and uh, is it plausible if you are sitting in a position within government to make a decision on whether or not to grant it or not? Um, it's what I want to hear. So give me some of those with regards to the voice notes. And we'll take some of the messages that are coming through on social media. And we'll continue with the show. So it's Marawa Sports Worldwide. It's Lockdown Radio. Rob, that one is very difficult sport. I think this is the last sport that have will give and will grant it to resume. That one is the last. Soccer is better than other sports like tennis and but that one is very difficult sport. It's the last one they can allow it. Hello Robbie and you uh, the producer there, Beverly Mapanga. Just wanna say good evening to you. But Robbie, I think for, for, for those guys from a, a EFC, those ones, they, I don't know, should I call it total madness or what? Because they, they, they know very well that their sport is it's a very con, it's a, a conduct sport. So I don't know, actually, they, 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 they are trying to put the, 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 the COVID-19 uh, a committee on the sport, try to put them on the corner, try to get some sympathy from them so that they can allow them to, to, to go on with the sports while they know very well that it's a contact sport. They just they just have to forget. Because obviously, if they, they, the board can allow them, everybody's going to come and say, you allow them, what, what about us? So they must just forget about the that thing and move on. It's yours, your boy, Coco Whiskey. I'm here in Tembisa, all the way from Polokwane. Hola, Rob, Tata, Rob, hola. Yeah, good evening, good evening, man. I can't wait, man, see the LPL resume and check my team now. I never look alone. Uh, Liverpool crew his league. We are waiting for it's only two games left to take over now. Sivem Twas Cape Town. Thank you, Robbie. Good evening, Robert. Good evening to the listeners at Libra here in East London. Regarding the issue of the EFC and re- uh, resuming, it's, 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 it's conduct sport, Robert. And I don't think it should resume right now. I think, to me, it must resume in level one, not now. Because if you are going to resume EFC, which is a contact sport, people are, people are going to be touching you know, each other, people are going to be sweating you know, to each other, especially mixed martial arts, because those people touch each other, you know, they strangle each other, they kick, so it's going to be very sensitive. I think for me, they should wait until it's level one. Uh, for now, I don't think it should resume, Robert. Uh, I think the EFC must be patient in, in this regard because they are going to risk, you know, athletes' lives. It was we are talking about the the the, the, the people that are playing the sport. It's, it's not about money here. It's not about the sponsors, the broadcast deal. It's about the lives of those people who play the sport. Thank you, Robert. Uh, good evening, Bro Rob. It's Babali from East London. I think you know. Uh... 
Upudi should just wait, you know, because uh, sports are it's very, very dangerous. I, it's contact. Even soccer, it's better than e, EFC, you know. Uh, hey, Robster, it's about precedence. If they allow MMA, everyone else will adhere that you know you've allowed MMA, therefore we also are safe. And every, I mean, everyone has a case to argue. I understand the issue of sponsorship and everything, but really, I still believe that money shouldn't be first before people's lives. I mean, in terms of screening for e-COVID, they can screen you now and you be negative. Meanwhile, already you are infected, then it can only show tomorrow. So, I don't know, but I, I don't think it should be allowed. Prarop, uh, good evening to you. And thanks for the beautiful show. You know what? One does not want to sound racist or we put race into this. But I think uh, at this stage, just all these guys must just wait until the country is at ease. And then we can have all these contact sports going on. You know, this thing of people losing money, it's, it's, it's granted people do lose money. And, and, but life is at stake here. And the country's life is at stake here. So this is in our hands. Let's just uh, go through with what is happening. Just stomach it. And then our life will become normal once again. Thank you, Rob. And thanks for the beautiful show. Hey, I will yeah, Mr. Robert, I it's a contact sport. Yes, you contact sport. Go I am not a Magame and Nine. I call it ya. I, Magame and Nine. As Columbus, at the end of the day, we, need, we really need it, uh, any sports, any form of a sport. We really need it. If it's a mass, it's a male in the sky, it's a figure in the rub. No, at the end, we really need a sport. Sport must come back. It's either EFC or what, what, or soccer. Sport must come back. Time by in general, I'm a tank. Good evening, Darob. As far as the football is concerned, and uh, given the fact that uh, we only had the one one person affected of the COVID nineteen, I think football should come back because uh, we really miss football, and uh, we like it to finish. This is Malwande from Cape Town. Thank you very much. Good evening, Mr. Rob. In the Malendale, Codif 19, but So there is no way I think Lituba Lobanam Nagubuzo Kuba Avalaruba Niretina for the SSC for e coronavirus. Bacho born herself. Spang at Tatula is it because the Cobden Bobombabo over and him so nobly maquit from a freedom packet of land. Code of nineteen.
Okay, Kortiv. Yeah. You know how it goes, man. COVID-19. But we learned a couple hours ago, though, that South Africa, just South African cases have climbed by more than a thousand. And yeah, they've climbed by more than a thousand to 25,937. 28 more deaths have been reported. And again, let's not lose focus on the fact that we're only just starting winter. So let's not look at other countries who are now heading into the summer seasons and getting warmer and slightly maybe more favorable. Who knows? We're just starting this journey. And that is why you're seeing these numbers shooting up.